Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Raw Talk. In this episode, we have a very lovely guest with us today, Riley. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm so good. So happy to have you here. So to start this off, tell us a little bit more about you and really what you do. So I actually was recently crowned in November um, your Miss New. Miss North Jersey's Outstanding Teen for the Miss America Organization. I'm a three-season varsity athlete. I'm also a um, contestant and person diagnosed with ASD or Autism Spectrum Disorder. Um, I wrote a children's book at the age of 15, and I'm growing my social impact initiative every day. So, yeah, and congratulations on all of that, by the way. I love your book. I was reading a little bit on it, and that really stood out to me because the book is called Choose Wise Words, and I feel like that's very important, especially in this day with everything going on, such as social media, and there is a lot of hate, as you know. So, really, to just dig into the book. So, you were 15 when you wrote it, and what really inspired you to? write it so I created choose wise words it's my own initiative at the age of nine two girls were playing around at a dance recital and one said hey stop acting so retarded and my Mm -hmm. mom and my sister stood up for me and said hey we don't use that word you know my relative my sibling is diagnosed with autism and that word really offends her yeah. And the mom came down for the two girls and said, well, they didn't mean it in that way. And my <laughs> mom had to, yeah, they, my mom had to help me process the whole situation and understand that there are so many words that society has normalized over the years yeah. that we might not think will offend others on a diagnosis or their race or their ethnicity or their sexual orientation and we just turn a blind eye to it we don't see that it's affecting them because these are struggles that people deal with on the inside and not physically on the outside and over the years I found it was very difficult to try and teach younger children what developmental delay and mental illness and the the words that us big kids use um, that will hurt our feelings I needed to put it in a more simpler way for them to understand to really reach have the message reach them on their level right and my book has done just that it's been a teaching tool that I've used over the years yeah that's incredible and really what made you choose the title so there were many trial and error runs with the title of the book but I seem to like choose. We knew we were going to start it off with choose because the two O's are the owl's eyes. And oh, okay. Wise. So, and then wise because owls are very wise and then words. So it just kind cool. of all pieced together and wow. wise words. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Did you always, I mean, was it really your dream to really publish a book and get it out there? I mean, was that like a lifelong dream? And You know, was that something that you really wanted to do? I mean, I have a imaginary bucket list to do <laughs> yeah. and try and achieve so many different things. Yeah. And writing a book or a published author or just speaking on something that is so close to me and close to my heart that I feel so strongly about 
I knew I wanted to do something big with it and mm-hmm. I knew the struggles. Yeah. But I never in a million years would think that at the age of 16, I'm a published author and my book is even <laughs> international. Yeah, that's like insane. Like I'm in the process of writing my own book and I mean, it's, it's such a crazy journey. And I mean, there's so much that goes into it that I think not a lot of people know. <laughs> there's like yeah. oh, so many steps and yeah, absolutely. But yeah, congratulations on that. That's amazing. And yeah, kindness is, is real. I mean, I think a lot of people, they don't under really understand how important it is to, uh, you know, spread that and you know, be part of that. And also too, you do do a lot of work within the community. And um, thank you for doing that, by the way. That's very um, admirable and, and very beautiful that you do work with a lot of organizations and all of that. So uh, so how long have you been doing that? I mean, obviously it's through pageants, but I mean, how long have you really been doing that? And, and you know, what really has it taught you? So I have been keeping track of all of my hours since I was at the age of six for community service. So I've been doing community service and have been trying to make as big of an impact as possible for almost 10 years now. Um, It has opened so many outlets to me. I mean, I, a goal that I've had just for myself in life has been to try and reach and connect with people on their own personal level, whether it be cooking or they're a part of the homeless community or they're disabled or they speak another language. I've tried to connect with people personally, everyone that I've come in contact with and being able to connect with the homeless community, being able to fill their needs and even being able to meet deaf and hard of hearing homeless people, being able to communicate with them because I do know ASL or American Sign Language oh. has been so rewarding wow. and so nice to be able to hear their story where uh, ASL isn't a huge language language mm-hmm. that everyone knows. You know, you can one in probably five people you'll meet know Spanish. But to try and find someone that knows sign language that isn't deaf to be able to connect with people that are a part of that community is just absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I know I need to get way more involved with my community as well. I something that I've always wanted to do. And yeah, it's very, very rewarding. It's yeah, it's very, very beautiful. Um, yeah, absolutely. So switching gears on to really your athlete career and what where really that has taken you um you are very active you are very big into fitness I am as well I do talk about fitness a lot on this podcast because I feel like it not only is good for your physical health obviously but also your mental health and it really helps you recoup and re-navigate where you want to be so you are in the gym I feel like all the time (laughs) um you're really just working out all the time and it's it's very motivational for me to see that so um okay so we're like, okay, so within your own fitness journey, um, you know, has that helped your mental health at all? So as someone that struggles with mental health issues and I wouldn't say problems, but just struggles with mental health in general, the gym has helped me in so many ways, whether it be, you know, punching a punching bag or <laughs> lifting super duper heavy weights, it's 
weightlifting has always been a part of me. I played football uh, on a boys' team in a in a league near my oh wow my house oh, for three years, and lifting weights has helped me kind of find out who I am and what I like to do. So I'll let you in on a little sneak peek for the Miss America, Miss New Jersey's Outstanding Teen Pageant that's coming up in June. Oh, wow. Um, for the local title, I actually played piano, but it wasn't something that I was super passionate about. It mm-hmm. wasn't me. Yeah. So I changed my talent to weightlifting, and I'm actually going to be able to oh bring weights up on the Miss America's Miss New Jersey's Outstanding Teen stage oh, wow. and lift weights and be able to show the judges my authentic self and what I like to do and what I find is a huge oh, wow. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you do um, I mean, post a lot about it and the weightlifting especially. Um, I honestly personally can't. I, don't, I, I can't lift weights, which is like really <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, you're very more like good at it than I am. Um, so in regards to that, too, I, so is that like your most favorite thing to do with the gym or do you switch off or, you know, what really is your routine? So in the fall time, I run cross country. In the winter, I do winter track. And then in spring, I do spring track. So strictly in the fall, I am running. So my weight, my working out and weightlifting varies because my my workouts have a mile run in them. You know, I'll I'll do some dumbbell work. I'll really push on my legs to try to strengthen my legs. But in the winter and the springtime, I do throwing events for track. So I'm throwing shot put discus and javelin in the spring and just shot put in the winter. So I'll start weightlifting a lot heavier. I'll start doing a lot more with weights in the winter and the spring to strengthen my arms up for throwing. Oh, my gosh. Wow. (laughs) That is a routine. (laughs) Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, I could never, but I I congratulate you for that. (laughs) I could never. That's awesome, though. So, yeah. So, along with fitness um, comes confidence. And, you know, so you are younger than me. You are still in your teens. And so with confidence and also to being on social media and being so active on social media, we all are, you know, all of us are on social media. Mm-hmm. How do you really view confidence? You know, cause there is a lot of background noise and it can sometimes get in the way. And I'm sure you can relate. I can relate. Everyone can relate to that. So from your perspective, what is confidence to you? Confidence is just being true to you. Make sure you know who you are. And you know what you want. You're very secure in who you are. And everything that has to do with you, you're sure about. You're very sure of yourself to an extent. Mm -hmm. I definitely think that there are some people that take their confidence over the top. Mm -hmm. And I know that confidence is very hard to find in people recently with the pandemic going around. Confidence isn't everywhere. And even someone I wasn't always very confident in myself. I didn't always know what I wanted to do or what I wanted in general. But over the year, being able to really focus on me and my mental health, I was able to find some not only self-confidence, but also academic confidence. And, you know, there's 
I don't like to just say confidence in general because there are so many different types of confidence and where that confidence goes. And my academic confidence has just grown so much and that has helped all the other levels of confidence and confidence in myself and trusting myself and knowing that I know what to do in a situation in math or in science. Yeah. Yeah. And with confidence too, um, it really comes with authentic, you know, being your authentic self and and authenticity and, um, you are like very good at like representing that (laughs) because you do just post yourself. And, you know, you always say, you know, you encourage other people to post themselves in the real too. And I feel like on social media, and I'm sure you can agree, it's people don't always post their real selves. Um, You know, they don't post their real lives. I feel like social media kind of is, uh, I mean, it's one of those things where it kind of prompts us to not post our real lives because we want everything to look so perfect and look so attractive to the eye and everybody. So and uh, yeah, that's that's really why I love the Miss America organization is because yeah. they're trying to move away from the stereotype of a pageant girl. And right, the people, yeah. when, when you think of what a pageant girl is, she's really popular and she's really skinny and she's really tall. And yeah, she twirls a baton. And I love the organization so much because they're moving away from that. They're moving Mm -hmm. in the opposite direction. They're looking for the girl next door that gets good grades and is a well-rounded person and isn't a blonde-haired, blue-eyed. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And also, speaking of intelligence, um, you did make sumo kumai, which I'm like, whoa. Like, that's crazy. You are so... um, just devoted to your studies I I admire that I like look up to that and I'm older than you but I mean I really do look up to that because it's hard it's hard maintaining a good a good grade right it's it's pretty difficult for some people um and I want to ask you from a student's life a good student I should say very good student um you know where do you find that balance you know I'm sure school is hectic I remember when I was in high school it was nuts. You know, sometimes I was just like, oh my gosh, what's, what's going on? This is so crazy. So how do you really maintain those grades and keep that balance within your life? I, I love that people get to see that part of me, the one that achieves everything and, you know, gets awards and gets perfect grades and everything. But there are some days that I feel like my head's just going to explode because (laughs) I was just given so much information at school. And then when school's done going to practice and then from practice, you know, doing, doing stuff for me and for my pageant title. And it's, I'm going to be a hundred percent with you. It's hard sometimes. I definitely struggle with being able to find time for me personally and yeah. um, some things that I want to do but I I have my lovely chauffeur and planner lady over here my mom that uh. schedules everything and makes sure that I have enough time to be able to eat and sleep during the day yeah along with do everything that I need to do to help me to be successful yeah, absolutely. Yeah, moms are the best, right? Moms are literally the best. <laughs> I would like literally be lost without my mom. Like I'm 23 and my mom 
is like my rock you know <laughs> she's literally my everything yeah absolutely yeah family's everything so before I let you go I have a few more questions to ask you so where do you see yourself going in let's just say five years and also too what are some of your goals what are some of your dreams what are some things that you really really want to conquer I am so happy. I wish you could see me right now. I am so happy you asked this question because Ah. this is my all-time favorite question because I am just so goal-oriented. I I actually, last year as a freshman, started working with a college administrator for my dream college, Gallaudet University. So once I come out of high school, because my high school gives ASL as a language, I will be certified bilingual in sign language, and I will be able to go to a college, hopefully if I get in. They allow 7% of hearing students to go there and get their education, but the other 93% are strictly only deaf and hard of hearing students Mm -hmm. that are getting their education in sign language, and... I want to go there and obtain my doctorate in linguistics with a focus on ASL and education and also be a teacher for a couple years and then go abroad and learn other sign language languages and be able to teach American Sign Language to those people. Oh my gosh. Wow. Those are big goals. (laughs) Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I'm sure you will. I'm I think you will definitely do that personally. <laughs> You're very very you have a very very good head on your shoulders. Absolutely. And for such a young age too. I mean, you're how old are you? You're like probably like 17, 18 now, right? I'm 16, actually. Oh, you're 16. Okay, yeah, okay. I, was, I wasn't I was too far off. Yeah, wow, okay. You should have seen me at 16. Yeah, no, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, wow. Yeah, that's amazing. And also, too, I ask everybody on my podcast, what would you say is one word or quote that you live by? So... Um, so there, I'm going to actually share two, two quotes with you. Oh my gosh. Yes. In the pageant world, I always love, well, not only in the pageant world, but also just in life in general, I love to say, if I don't win for who I am, I'd rather lose, wait, I'd rather lose for who I am than win for who I'm not. Because Ooh. I know some girls that go and change their their whole personality just takes a U-turn and just goes in a completely di- different direction than yeah. when I first met them before the pageant starts. And I just, I want to make sure that I'm being my authentic self when I'm on stage. Absolutely. Yeah, and I love that. Another quote that I love is, people will always forget what you do and what you say, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Oh, I like that. Whoa, both of those are really good. So the quote, the second quote that I actually shared with you is from Maya Angelou. And then the first quote is actually from a song that I really like called Pageant Material. Oh, wow. I like two. Some people only share one, but I really like when people share two because it's like. (laughs) I absolutely live by inspirational quotes. Um, My English teacher has this little like paper rip book that has a quote every single day for every day in the year oh my god that's so cool I have one of those little calendars too where you can yeah just like rip off a little um 
little note every day and it's like a new quote that has on it yeah I love that yeah quotes are everything we need more (laughs) we definitely need more I just want to say thank you so much for doing the drawing of me of course I was so happy to see it it looks absolutely stunning my mom sent it in the middle of the school day and I just started to freak out because of how awesome it looked oh you're so sweet oh my gosh and you are just so stunning oh Oh my gosh you're so you are oh thank you you are you're like oh my gosh like I look up to you and I'm like older than you so (laughs) I'm like about maybe like six seven years older than you when I look up to you so yeah no you're incredible and I I'm just like very very happy that we got to do this and just hear you and your story and every, all your answers and everything you you literally gave me this afternoon was so amazing so thank you so much thank you so much